How long have you been vegan? Uh, about eight years. Okay. Does being vegan help you make more money? 1,000%. You see this water is green right here? I didn't expect that answer. You see this water is green right here? Yeah. Green like the money in my bank account. Mm. Okay, so we understand that if you want things to materialize spiritually, you want to manifest things, you need to make sure everything in your environment emulates that. So how can I eat things that are dead if I want to thrive and live a healthy life? Not only on the physical plane, but on the wealth plane, on the abundance plane, on the mental, spiritual, everything around me has to emulate abundance. Everything. Nothing is going to be dead around me. So, and I, there's somebody tell me that, but let's say, for instance, a carrot, it's alive, right? <laughs> but if you take it from the root, it's still alive? It's still alive? Well, it has live components. Okay. It's a live food, right? So, of course, if you take it from the root, from the ground, it is no longer going to be growing. However, mm. there's live components. It's a, what we call live food, live nutrients versus when you cook it, right? So there's processes of this. Once you take it from the ground, that's one component, but it still has a live substances. When you cook it, some of the nutrients die from cooking, from heating it, right? So it's all about the stages and what your life plan is. But when we eat, cattle or when you eat food that was flesh right you're eating skin tissue you're not eating live components right so muscle dies over time when it's lacking oxygen so when you're eating pig or pork you know no judging at all but i want you to understand i do judge people to eat pork <laughs> you judge them i don't judge them because i was a bacon like i was a bacon egg sausage cheese type of person i've never had pork so this whole process of like uh, first off, you said you post dramatic, dramatic, dramatic client testimonials, mm -hmm. video testimonials, people telling you they no longer have cancer. As I mentioned, I just posted a brand new testimonial literally yesterday. Guys, A1C went from an 18 to an 8. He was uh, having diabetic coma. He was losing his hair. Now he has cornrows, no receding hairline. What? These are real testimonials. I leave the names in them. I tag them so you can verify they're real. So it ain't no, it ain't no iffy stuff. They know if he's stuff. Hold on. So the hairline thing, that's so just came eating? It definitely does. A lot of these sugars, they're literally rotting out. They're rotting out your hair. The acidic food, the acid in your body is tearing up your skin. That's why you got psoriasis. That's why you got eczema. That's why you got a lot of rosacea. Not to mention the water in America is poisonous, so you need to get a carbon filter for your shower. Because a lot of people that got the eczema, the psoriasis, right? So one herb you can use is chickweed. You can use the herb chickweed. You can make it into a salve or a bomb and rub it on there. That'll help. What? But if you, yeah, but if you do that and you're still soaking in the poisonous water in the bathtub and in the shower, then you're still going to have a skin issue. So you get a carbon filter that helps filter the toxins in the water. So that's some free game for y'all right there. So hold on. So <laughs> yeah, our, our water our water is poisonous? Yeah. Would you? Are you drinking tap water? No, nobody drinks tap water. Well, why, why don't they drink tap well, water? Well, <laughs> when I make Kool-Aid with something you're not... Yeah, you're gonna be feeling it. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> you come, know, that is funny though. Yeah, we don't from all nobody that, drinks something. tap water, but you will for sure drink that iced tea that you make. Exactly, right. So it's the same thing. You wouldn't drink the tap water. The same water is coming out of the shower. You don't drink the tap water because you need a filter. You don't filter the shower water or the bathtub that you soak in, and you wonder why you're itching from your eczema and your psoriasis. On top of that, you're eating toxic foods that's damaging the cells in your body. Every issue, every disease. I don't worry about the name. There's a thousand different names for autoimmune disease and different cancers. What's happening is you have damaged cells in a specific area of your body 
The damaged cells are damaged because they're not getting enough oxygen. They're not hydrated. So therefore, if you don't have hydration, my phrase is hydration heals the nation, mm. right? And we got to make sure we're hydrating ourselves with the correct water. Mm. So we can break down the different waters and things like that. But all right. So yeah, bro, I see what I, I see what you got. I, I, this is not a it's not a like promotion, but <laughs> I like it, right? I like Ascension. Yeah. And I was actually at church with my boy Josh. So Josh Powell used to play in the league. Okay. He's like, yo, you drink that? I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah, it's the holy water that I can like really drink a lot of because it's delicious. Mm -hmm. And he said, yo, I got mad ingredients. Mad here. ingredients. That's a big issue. If, why does your water need ingredients? You need natural spring water with no added ingredients. It should have the natural trace minerals because when it's flowing through the spring and it's bouncing off the rocks, it's picking up the minerals from that. So when they're adding these ingredients, a lot of you get excited. Y'all pay $8, $8 for, the, for the bottle of alkaline water. It's saying real big. pH 7.8 point. And you get excited thinking you're doing something healthy. Not knowing that if you were to test that water originally. Okay, drink it, bro. Like, I wanted to drink it, but you can't like. sip that in the middle of that. Slow lady, down. Listen. If you, were to, if you were to test it firsthand, Just... it would come back acidic. So your water is acidic, which is making your body acidic. So they put alkaline on it real big because they add the chemicals. That's what they're for. If you were to test the pool right now, the chlorine comes back alkaline. You shouldn't drink a cup, a cup of chlorine though, right? Mm -mm. So they add those ingredients. They add sodium bicarbonate, which is baking soda. They add the same ingredients. I'm going to censor myself. Sodium, I think I just saw that. I'm going to censor myself because this video got removed. Sodium bicarbonate. Yeah, I, like That's... I don't need the product in my hand. Like I, This is what I do, all right? <laughs> this is what I do. Dang. Another ingredient they use, I'm not even going to say the name. It's the same ingredient that they use in the thing that they put into your body when you're on death row and they're ready to end your existence. No way. That's And they put trace amounts. Oh, it's not enough. Why would I need even a little bit of that? And then another ingredient they use is an ingredient they use to clean the oil off of the sidewalks. But it's just a little bit. Why do I need any of that? After the event, and I'm mean to ask you, I don't think we got a chance to talk about it, but you just left for mad long. Like, <laughs> It was like, I'm like off social media and left. I was like, where you at? Five? He said, uh, I'm off the grid. And I was like, all right, where at? He's like, yeah, just off the grid. And so I don't know where you went. You had to tell me, but um, why? Because it didn't seem like, oh, I'm just, I just want to relax. But it seemed like it was like a bigger thing you was going through. <clears throat> so it was for my health, right? So in my, my life. So what happens is, is that we realized, I realized that social media, um, it wasn't just a social media break. I had to let everything go. Business, like, y'all don't call me. Like, mm. y'all handle it. Biggest month in my business off social media. Really? Still. When you left? Still. Without being on social media, it still is the biggest month. I knew that I don't have to be here after what I just did. All this big hooray, I paid enough people to go rumble and make it happen, close the deals, and get the bag. Biggest mom not being there. I wasn't there. But it was, and then the dope part for me, though, it was big because I had to get my health together, mm -hmm. right? Like, I had to focus on my health. And I know, like, it takes so much during an event and so much going on. But over the last few years, chasing money, I let my health go. I got to a point where they put me, they wanted me to sleep with a CPAP machine. So I'm mm. 
And I knew not to go take a sleep apnea test because I'm like, no, nah, I messed up insurance policies. They won't, <laughs> <laughs> they won't cover you, right? Yeah. So I know I'm like, I'm not doing it. So I pay somebody to come give it to me at the house. <laughs> so I'm like, but it's dangerous. Like, and I'm like, yo, not only that. What is the CPAP for? To help when you stop breathing in your sleep, to help you continuously breathe. So you were doing that. And it affects what you, it affects your heart. So now I'm having more complications. So it's just a lot of health things start going on. I'm looking, I'm going. I look at my daughter and I go, yo, ain't no way. Anybody, uh, ain't no way. Um, so, <laughs> so I'm just looking at my, thinking to myself, like, it's nobody that can raise my daughter. Mm-hmm. It's nobody can raise my kids like me. The genetics and DNA come from me. You know what I mean? Like, so I got to be here to facilitate it. Like, I built a foundation off of entrepreneurship and business. Mm-hmm. My wife was a believer in the nine to five. She wouldn't be able to continue to instill that in them like I would if I'm not here. Even though what she learned from me and can continue to probably be okay, it wouldn't be the same. And I'm looking going like, even outside of that, like, forget business, everything, who gonna love you? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's me. So I had to get that together. That's why a lot of people ask, like, yo, bro, you document the process when you come to the weight. And, and I'm like, I ain't do it for y'all. Like, I do this business shit for the public to help y'all. But with this, this was different because this was for, her, for them. You know what I'm saying? So this thing, like, I wasn't looking to be gloried or, bro, I shaved my head bald. So I, I wasn't getting on social media. <laughs> Right, so <laughs> yo, Dion said you shaved your head or something like I that. I shaved but my head, bro. What was that for? I was, I, I, I cleansed. Like I need to get my skin together. Like mm-hmm. I was just unhealthy, bro. Like, and I felt it. I seen it, and I'm just like, I gotta get better. It's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. 
All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. And it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. But I've just been so focused over here, like, and I had to realize like, the bag don't replace that. I think that... Um where we are in terms of just overall crisis, right, with, with, with what's happening with a lot of people. We were talking a little bit off camera, and mm -hmm. you made a good point about um, a lot of illness, particularly coronavirus, can be prevented if we adopt preventative maintenance, right? right? And I think a lot of times, especially for the, de the demographic of people that we have that watch this, we are very reactive, yeah. We get a headache first, and then we figure out what happened. We get a belly mm. ache, and then we try to go back right. and figure out what happened. What? How do we correct that? Well, well, first of all, I don't even think we try to figure out what happened. We just treat it. We just try to remove the symptoms, which in my mm. opinion is like you got a check engine light, and you go to the mechanic, and he takes the cable off the battery, and the light goes away. Mm -hmm. You haven't really mm. addressed the issue. Like if you need an oil change, you haven't changed the oil. And so in many cases, I think what we're doing is we're going to the pharmacy, we're going to our doctors, getting these OTC and prescription medications that are directed at- OTC, over-the-counter? Yeah. Okay, gotcha, put oh, that together. Oh, look at you. you know what I mean? Genius. Yeah. Just want to make sure we on it. Jack of all trades. What? You feel know, me? I went to college for a couple of years. Yeah, you know, so- Try to get words by me. We, we go there and we get things that turn our symptoms off. Right. I mean, even if it, everything from OTC, OTC meds to prescription meds when it comes to our blood pressure. Mm -hmm. uh, it turns the symptoms off. It changes our biochemistry, but what it doesn't do is correct the issue, the underlying issue. And so that's sort of what I was talking about, the importance of, you know, we're going through a pandemic and the leadership has given us, you know, shelter in place, wear a mask and wash your hands. And although these are things that can be useful, the most useful thing you have in your tool belt is your immunity. Mm -hmm. If your immunity is strong, even if you get the coronavirus, you will probably have no symptoms. 
Mm-hmm. And the vast majority of people who get coronavirus don't have symptoms. Mm-hmm. They don't even know they have it. They go, they want to go out of the country, they get the test and like, damn, I got the coronavirus. Right. So it's that susceptible part of the population who aren't eating well, who don't have a healthy lifestyle, and as a result, it suppressed their immune system that they have complications and they have fears about the whole pandemic because, you know, they've talked about it. 90% of people who got the coronavirus had either severe or fatal symptoms. Mm-hmm. They had a comorbidity, meaning they had hypertension, they had diabetes, they were obese. So mm-hmm. mm, so it's, it's, it's all this stuff that we have already that inflames our coronavirus symptoms. Yeah, and that's right. a that's a perfect word to you use, inflamed, because it's important to understand from a like a virus standpoint, the virus itself isn't what kills you. Okay? I can go with HIV. Most people who die of HIV, they die of sarcoma, they die of a cancer. Mm-hmm. You know, same thing with the flu. Most people who have really bad flu, the complications are coming from the pneumonia. So it's the inflammation in the lungs that is really causing the issue. Same Mm. thing when you look at it with the coronavirus. Most people who are having severe symptoms, it's the inflammation. It's your your immune system response to the coronavirus that is causing you to have the severe uh, symptoms. I need to understand the importance of why. Mm -hmm. Why are we, especially going raw vegan? Correct. Give me a why. So our wow is so that we can have nutrient-dense foods, 1,000%. Remember what I said, when you cook the food, you're cooking some of the nutrients. You can be sick on any diet. I want to clarify that. You could be sick on a meat-eating diet, a vegan diet, or a whole foods diet. We want to make sure that when we put things inside of our body, that we are getting the most nutrient-dense food so that our body can live at an optimal level. Right, so that's a part of it. So that's why I have chlorophyll water, right? Chlorophyll not only alkalizes the blood, but it also purifies your entire lymphatic system. It purifies your digestive system. It removes heavy metals from the brain. And all of these toxins over time leads to degenerative lifestyle. So we want to make sure that we can do whatever we can, whatever we can control, that we're doing the right thing for our body. We can't control the environment. We know about chemtrails. We know about all the things that are sprayed on our food. But what we can control is, you know, eating things that possibly are grown through hydroponics versus things that are grown in the soil. So we do our best to make sure every element that we can control, we're doing the best for ourselves. And obviously, it, it makes me feel better because I've gone through mental health issues. I've been depressed. I've been in the psychiatric ward. And I know it was directly in relation to the food that I was eating, right? Eating a lot of fast food. They have chemicals in the fast food known as phthalates. These things lead to brain disorders. They lead mm. to ADHD. It leads to anxiety. You can look it up. Don't, don't take what I'm saying just for, um, you know, the record, but you can look it up. McDonald's, uh, Chick-fil-A, all of yeah, these places. What? Yes, I, I got to put it out there. First off, <laughs> watch your mouth in here, okay? We're not about to be coming at no Chick-fil-A, all right? Those sandwiches are delicious. I understand, I understand. I, I totally get it. It's, it's, no, it's in no way to um, leave a distaste in any of these brands' mouths. But we, what I know is that on my mission and my community expects me to hold people accountable, mm. right? So we can say they have great customer service, which they do. 
and they provide so many good things to the community, but what about op- operating at the optimal level? And that's what the surviving vegan community, when they hear me speak or they come to an event or they come to a class, they expect us to hold people accountable. And the whole entire what we call conscious community, that's what we're supposed to be doing. The thought leaders that hold establishments accountable for the things that they're doing. Granted, some people don't even know. Some establishments don't know. Some of them... Um, the managers, some of the executive CEOs maybe not know, don't know what they're doing. But it is up to us to make sure that we're doing the research and we're understanding when things get published in medical journals that we're researching and understanding what is in our food and how it is affecting our black and brown communities. I gotta hold people accountable or gotcha. the whole surviving vegan, the legacy can be tarnished. So the you touched on um, the conscious community. Correct. Mm-hmm. Can you explain what that is and where it came from? Right. So the conscious community is a group of people that we like to say operate at a high level. Right. It can become very divided. How can I say uh, divided and put it that way? It can become very divided. But ultimately, it's supposed to be a group of people that are making a decision to say, you know what? I want to operate at a high level. I want to. What is a high level, though? Okay, not eat things that are being pushed upon me. Constantly asking questions. Why is this being marketed? Understanding that propaganda is kind of ruling the media, right? So looking at these things and what we say, activating our third eye, looking through our third eye, which is in the center of our head here, our pineal gland, activating that and seeing things for what they really are, having the wool being pulled from over our eyes. That's Mm. ultimately what it means. Right, so, so, uh, and shout out to the conscious community. (laughs) <laughs> yo some of them just be too deep they, and I don't I get agree. I'm like yo I agree. Huh? I, can agree. I can agree you know when I first started this journey we watched uh, videos of some of our brothers shout out to Red Pill Blue Pill and all of the uh, conscious community leaders and one of the things that I found is that we were still kind of divided uh, so with our mission that's why I say I don't judge people because coming into veganism a lot of people feel judged about the things that they eat some people just didn't know any better. So I do find in the conscious community, it becomes a problem when you think you've reached this level of awakening that you look down upon others. Mm. I've even been there at one time. Like, why are you eating that? Looking mm. at my mama like, why are you eating that? I told you that's not good for you. But what I found is that that turns people away. Nobody yeah. wants to feel judged. So I like to meet people where they are and help them to understand you can make better choices. Whatever that is for you, I want you to do that. You know, a lot of people say, oh, you shouldn't eat broccoli. If, you, if you're vegan, you need to be raw vegan. If you're raw vegan, you need to be alkaline. There's always more to obtain. Mm-hmm. Like, we understand that. But I don't want anybody to say, oh, surviving vegan made me feel like if I'm eating broccoli, then I'm horrific. Gotcha. We know broccoli is a hybrid. I get it. I get it. Broccoli is a hybrid. We want to eat optimal foods. But if a person was just eating steak last week and now they're switching over to cauliflower steak, I'm not going to be the one to make them feel like you didn't do a big step in your journey. Yeah. People like they get kind of offended by me. Cause like you say, everything's bad. What am I gonna do? I guess I'm just gonna eat air and chew on ice and grass. <laughs> That's the number one comment. The reason I go so hard about foods to avoid is because if we start adding foods, we start adding herbs on top of the bad foods, that's not gonna do anything. This, so you're yeah. you're recommending to subtract. So I because mm-hmm. I, I think I talked to another person, he said, add before you subtract, like ads, good stuff. Hey y'all, I ain't gonna lie, man. They sent me this Eufy lock. Think about being on the couch. Someone rings the doorbell. Your child left their key 
at school and they need you to get off the couch to open the door. Well, you don't have to do it anymore with this Eufy lock. You can open, unlock, see who's at the door all on your phone. It's super easy to install. You can set up with just a Phillips screwdriver, no drilling required. It's keyless entry. So it's no more fumbling for your keys when your hands are full coming from the grocery store. 0.3 second fingerprint recognition. Listen, you put your fingerprint on there, you don't have, even if you got you got your bags, you put one finger out there, boop, you get to unlock your door that way. No battery anxiety. You don't have to worry about the battery dying. Quick charging, it's incredible. Also, passcode unlocking and remote control with a 2K clear sight camera so you can see who's at the front door. You're in control anywhere from the app. Enhanced night vision. It's absolutely incredible. No monthly fee either. So unlike other brands that charge a monthly fee, you have you have uh, recordings locally, and you don't have to pay for the storage. Customer support is on 10. Listen, Eufy is on standby for you 24-7, so you can enjoy a worry-free experience with an 18-month warranty, all backed by our professional customer service team. Listen, you can contact them anytime, telephone, email, or live chat. Okay, listen, you need this Eufy lock. You need to look it up. All you have to do is go to the official website, eufy.com. I just ordered mine, okay? I love this product. It is incredible. It's a game changer. It makes life so much easier, right? So if you have a video doorbell already or any smart lock, it's, 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 it's time to replace it. It's time to replace it. So listen, search Eufy, E-U-F-Y, video lock. Search Eufy Video Lock. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Or visit eufyofficial.com forward slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door. Okay? You can get a complete control of your front door, your life, back door. Incredible. Okay? So search Eufy, E-U-F-Y Video Lock, or visit eufyofficial.com forward slash video lock. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Up to the diet and phase everything out. You're saying, so like, start taking out bad. Yeah, because what's happening is many of these foods are very hard to digest. They're high in lectins. Peanuts are high in lectins. Your regular tomatoes are high in lectins, so you should only be eating cherry and plum tomatoes. What is a lectin? A lectin is something, if you look up, Google what a lectin is, it'll literally tell you almost impossible for the human body to digest. But yet we're trying to digest these foods. And you know I teach an alkaline vegan lifestyle, so I got to talk about the meat. All right? Our intestines. There's nine times the length of our body. 
and it's very rigid. So it's like, what's the um the connect four where you drop it and has mm -hmm. to kind of bounce through? Mm -hmm. That's how our intestines look. It's not like like a lion's. A lion's is only three times the length of his body, so it's shorter and it's smooth. So it's easy for them to digest the meat. Mm -hmm. We are not the same. Our teeth look the same as a monkey. What do monkeys eat? Bananas. Fruit. Fruit. About 90% of there's a few in different areas and different regions that eat that eat some things that aren't fruit, some nuts and some veggies and things like that. So we got to start taking these things into account. You got to understand how to heal the inside to get the external to look right. But a lot of people look great on the outside. These bodybuilders is dropping left and right. I can name off 10 bodybuilders right now that just passed away mm. and just had heart attacks because they're eating these foods that are clogging the arteries, the red meat, and the meat is high in heme iron. So when you go to the doctor because you're anemic, the doctor says, you need to get some iron, get a burger, get a steak. That's the wrong type of iron. That's called heme iron. You need iron fluorine, which only comes from green leafy vegetables and herbs. So me and Keith uh, had a conversation. And he was just like, bro, if somebody, if you had one day to live, would you exchange that for 10 million? Or would you give it all up? And say, yo, if you had one day to live, most people would say they would. They would give it up in order for me to live. I would give up ten million. I wouldn't take the ten million. I'll take life. And I, I, I said, where I come from, if the ten million is can be invested and it can compound at a a good rate, my family would be rich forever. You no, know? it's like, nah, man, you thinking different. I said, but that's the reality. I will live the compound. But I had to, you know, in my mind, though, I'm like, nah, like, and I'm like, realistically, I'm in that position. Like, I'm letting my health deteriorate where I'm gonna die. For some damn money. Really? So, what is it about entrepreneurship or what, it, what was it about your grind that you can attribute to the detriment of your health? Now you're scared because I work really hard. I wasn't focusing on it, right? So like, you think, bro, we're going to spend $1,200 on steaks. Like, it seems like a healthier choice than Longhorn. <laughs> it seemed like it, right? <laughs> but when you, when you start, when you eating the red meat and you start digging into it and you don't care about like the herbs that's going into your body. You're not really focusing on fruits and vegetables. You're not focusing like a lot of my weight loss, bro. I dropped 27 pounds, bro, just off of a detox, like detoxing, focusing, having a, a nutritionist come in and really get the herbs and stuff down, taking the blood work, seeing what was good for me or not. I lost weight just off a of diet. And it was just because of what I was putting in my body. I walk in the room, they say, yo, you look younger. See me and tell me, and if, <clears throat> where we going now, I got to get outside. Yeah. We have to get on TV. We have to get on mainstream media. I got to look better. Yeah. But while I'm grinding, I'm like, yo, I've just been running. We run 24-7. We don't focus on what we eating and spending time with the chef. Like, I had a chef come to the house. I didn't care what he was making. Bro, <laughs> shrimp and grits. I want <laughs> French toast sandwiches. Like, you know, it's like... <laughs> You know, and I'm out. Fry, yeah. fry foods every day. And it was just like, yo, this is things I could afford now. So I was just like enjoying it. And it was like, I didn't realize what it was doing to me until you start realizing, like, wait a minute, let me go get a checkup. And now I'm yeah. doing my physicals and I'm realizing the things I'm deficient in and heart. Like, it's like, nah, I can't go. Goodness gracious. Um, I really thought after the event, when you went away, you ain't got the surgery because you came back slim. And I was like, I was like, oh, finally got a surgery. But then I came to your house and you was like, yo, every time I see you, you're drinking water, you're drinking juices. And you're like, nah, I can't. 
I think he was talking about going out to eat. He's like, ah, it's too late. I don't really want to eat like that. So I was, I was really stop, impressed. Stop meeting y'all for food. Like, that's what we do. We're <laughs> we like, do. yo, pull up. Let's go get something to eat. And be like, where you want to go? Rock South. Bro, Rock South ain't got nothing on me but fried foods. Mm. That's what we do. Yo, let's go uh, Toast on Linux. It's like, yo, every... want to go there today. Like, shout out to Toast. That's like, amazing. It is. Yo, and that's, that, yo, that brings up a point too, man. Like, the more you can afford, the things that you can afford can kill you. Mm. You know what that's I mean? Because mm-hmm. like, you can eat out all the time because you can. If you couldn't, if you didn't have the money, you'd probably cook a lot better. It'd be healthier for you. It's just choices when you focus on it. And I, and I don't, the thing is, I don't regret nothing. Yeah. I don't regret it. You know what I mean? I put myself in a in a very nice position. I wish I'd have paid a little more attention, but I always felt like it's a juggle with health and money. Yeah. It's always been a juggle. It'd be like, yo, my money is is good and my health be bad. Yeah. If I start focusing on my health, money starts to decrease. And it's always been, but now I'm in a position where I'm just trying to find a balance. If I wanna uh I wanna improve my immune system, but I'm not trying to go vegan, what are some steps? Like because yeah. it's some people like, I wanna live healthy, but Salmon is so amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And my, my my taste buds run my life, okay? Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm pretty good with it. No, I'm not that good with it. I'm better than most. I don't eat everything. I'm okay. some sort of health conscious. But what is, what is like the first step to say, okay, I'm not like going to be the complete picture of health, but I want to take a step in the right direction. Yeah, well, I, I think it's really important, especially for your audience, because your audience is entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs, sure. is to understand that I always tell people, because I work with a lot of CEOs uh, individually with their health, and what I've discovered is is that CEOs put all this work into their business and they make their business very functional, very automated, very healthy, but they don't do the same things for themselves. Mm. Like they're not getting enough sleep, they're not eating well, they're not eating at the right times. They're doing everything that they're not doing for the business. Mm. And so what I always tell people is, you know, the first and most important step to actually changing your life or even changing, because that's going to change your business's life as well, is you have to first do no harm. Like it's with your business, right? Like you wouldn't, go out and buy a Lamborghini if you can't afford it, and now you can't invest money back into the business, right? Right. So the first thing you have to do is first do no harm. So you have to eliminate a lot of the things that are causing the harm in the first place, and we just talked about that, and that's inflammatory foods. So, But it's I, everything. Does is, is everything do harm? Well, so, not everything. But. Well, it's everything that you haven't, you don't choose to focus on. So it's, you know, it's everything that's not fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds. Right. Those things are anti-inflammatory. So in your instruction, uh, in your programs, do you only believe that plant-based is the proper way to eat? Or well, do you also teach moderation if you're going to entertain other types of food? I really don't believe in moderation. Let me, let me explain why. And the best example I always give people is if you want to qu- quit smoking, if you want to stop having an addiction to cocaine, moderation isn't going to help you. I agree. And unfortunately... scale back on the coke a little bit? <laughs> or, you know, like people go from a pack a day to like, half a pack a day. But the damage to... is still occurring. You see what I'm saying? Like a pack versus two pack, the damage is still occurring. You see what I'm saying? Like, but not as bad, though. Uh, it's still occurring. Like, 
a one pack a day versus two pack a day is still doing the same, almost the same amount of damage. Mm. And so like, I think that's a really important thing to understand. And the other thing I, I say with moderation is, is that a lot of the times we don't understand we have an addiction to food because a lot of the addiction is actually baked and cooked into the food. You know, my background is chemistry, so mm-hmm. I used to work as a food chemist. Yeah. And I understand the things that they put into a chip or any type of food that make you addicted to it, which is why they always say you can't have just one. That's a fact. I mm-hmm. a ha- I, no matter how big the bag is, yeah. I'm eating at least half that joint. Yeah, so all of, all of the addiction is baked and cooked in there, and there's a lot of the ingredients when you turn it around on the label and you look at it, it sounds like a chemistry set. Because mm. we use chemistry to determine what points of infliction in your brain says that it gives a dopamine response. The same response that you would get if you got a thousand likes. The same response that you would get if a girl mm. said, hey, I like you. Like, we can target your brain just like that. And it does. we do that in the food industry. Well, I want to say we, but they do that in the food industry. And so that's why, in my opinion, I, I don't necessarily teach or preach moderation. What I give you is the whole picture, and then you have to make a decision based upon your health. Mm-hmm. Because what we've discovered is there's blue zones all around the world. Mm-hmm. Um, I lived in one for four, four years in Okinawa, What's Japan. A blue zone? And a blue zone is basically a population of people who live to 100, no disease, and primarily eat a plant-based diet. Wow. Mm. Okay. These are the people who live the longest. So in Okinawa, Japan, they have had a population of people called centenarians. What's up, podcaster or soon-to-be podcaster? Get ready to level up your podcast game because the number one podcast education summit of the year is back, and it's bigger and better than ever. I'm talking about the second annual podcast summit happening on July 4th and 5th in the content creation capital of the world. You already know, ATL, baby. Atlanta, Georgia, going down July 4th and 5th, two full days. Imagine this. Imagine you getting all the game you need to take your voice, your brand, your business to the next level. Imagine getting all the insider tips. Imagine getting all the know-how that you've been craving for the last two, three, four years where you're talking about you're going to start a podcast, but you haven't yet because you don't have the tools, you don't have the tips, you don't have the tricks. I don't care if you're just starting or you're a seasoned pro. This summit has something for everyone. Picture you mastering the basics of setting up your podcast or unlocking the secrets to grow your brand on social media. We're not just talking about podcasting here. I'm talking about you want to build a long form catalog, whether it's skits, movies. We got people talking about script writing. This is an incredible experience. Imagine, imagine discovering the art of securing these lucrative sponsorship deals. And that's not all. Learn the ropes of creating a pitch deck that has sponsors knocking down your door. But wait, 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 wait. There's more. This isn't just a summit. This is an experience. I'm telling you. Rub shoulders with industry leaders. And you got to network with other people that are doing what you're doing. All the guests that have ever been on Social Proof Podcast, I'm giving them a free ticket. And in exchange, they promise me that they're going to sit down and do short interviews with you. We got podcast booths for our VIP members where you can sit down, pull somebody to a side, and you're going to create content in real time. I know what you're thinking. 
How do I get a part of this podcasting paradise? Well, it's simple. All you have to do is head over to podcastsummit.com, grab your tickets now, but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, because I have something really, really special for you. I got a little treat for my early birds, people who take action. The next 20 listeners and only 20 listeners who get your tickets right now, okay? I'm not only going to give you 20% off of whatever ticket level you get, you get 20% off, but if you use the promo code BIGDEAL, It'll take 20% off immediately, but I'm also going to allow the first 20 people t- listening to this right now to be able to bring a friend, bring a teammate, bring a partner for absolutely free. You get general admission, they get general admission. You get VIP, they get VIP. Whatever ticket level you purchase, you get to bring a friend, partner, colleague, boo thing for absolutely free. Nothing extra required. My team's going to reach out to you, get your partner's name, or if you don't have the person you no, right now yet you got time no pressure you get us back but use that code big deal that triggers to let us know you get to bring someone for free so don't wait so you secure your spot at the number one podcast education summit in the country join us july 4th and 5th in atlanta let's turn your podcast dreams into a reality y'all head over to podcastsummit.com use promo code big deal at checkout and get your tickets now don't miss out on the opportunity to take your podcast to new heights take your brand to new heights take your business to new heights with this unprecedented offer okay i'll see you at the summit and don't forget to use promo code big deal who live the longest no disease die basically in their sleep and they eat primarily plants 97 97 mm. of their diet is plants Wow. Okay, and so based upon those populations, I mean, there's one in Italy, there's one here in America, the Aventus, Loma Linda. And Blue Zones, it's just an area where everybody just agrees on this particular lifestyle? Well, it's just a population that this is their culture, this is their wow. tradition. Costa oh. Rica, they have one, and so this is people who, based upon their culture and their traditions, we eat the, and live this way. Mm. And those five populations, which are in Italy, Costa Rica, Japan, they're spread out around the world. They show us this is, the, this is not necessarily the fountain of use, but this is the fountain of longevity. This is how you live a long life and a high quality life. Meaning, I'm, I know people who are in their 90s, but they're in a, in a senior home and they have dementia. And they've had dementia for the last 30 years. They've had high blood pressure for the last 30. That's not a high quality of life. These people are living to 100 plus years. And I'm watching them bike up hills, garden, you know, do things that people in their 30s and 40s are doing. And so based upon, you know, being able to travel around the world and actually see these people, talk with these people, it just showed me that if you want to live a long, high-quality life, and that's the most important thing, not just long, but a high-quality life, then unfortunately a plant-based lifestyle is going to be the best diet for you. Think of a number in your head. How much do you think it would cost for me, a pretty successful entrepreneur, to coach you every single day, to give you all of the game? I'm talking about every day for an entire year, Monday through Friday, I'm on, I'm on a, a virtual call teaching you how I've done the things that I've done. And 
me updating you every single day in real time on all the business moves that I'm making, all the negotiations that I'm in, everything that I'm doing before I actually do it. How much you think? And let's say Monday through Friday, and then on Thursdays we do a Q&A where not only do you get a chance to ask your questions and get them answered, but you get to you get to hear the answer from a whole community, hundreds of other people on a call, and you get their answers that are going to help you too. What do you think? And once or twice a year, get together, free conference that we all get to come to and you get to meet all these people that you see virtually. How much do you think that would cost every single year? 10,000? Not even close. It would probably be closer to 100,000 because it's just, I don't, I, my, my time is valuable and to give you the sauce that's gonna help you make millions, I'd have to charge you at least 100,000. But what I've done is created a community where you get the advantage of learning how to become an entrepreneur. You get to network with hundreds of entrepreneurs every single day. You got a community that keeps you inspired and excited. You will read a book club with us every single day. We'll also have an event where we come together once or twice a year for free. We do all of that for $399 for the year. Go ask somebody. I've got receipts of things that I built over the last decade, okay? Uh, I am willing to coach you. $3.99 for the year. Listen, go to themorningmeetup.com or click the link in this video. Um, let's get back to the episode, but keep in mind, I want to coach you. Let's get started. Before we get into actual food, the first week of the course is about understanding why you're connected to certain foods, yeah. right? So a lot of people find when they're detoxing, a lot of those emotions come up where they feel irritable, they feel agitated. That was it. Right, so we can no longer use the foods like carbs to suppress those emotions. So now they're coming up. You're not just detoxing the body, you're detoxing the mind and the spirit as well. Carbs suppress emotion? Carbs have an effect on your emotions? Right, so we talk all about different types of foods. So let's talk about cravings for a moment. You have sweet cravings. Yeah. What does that mean? My thing is the body is always talking to you. So if you're a person that's constantly craving sweets, that's tied to emotional trauma. Emotional trauma around depression, emotional trauma around abandonment wounds, attachment wounds, self-nurturing wounds. From what sweet cravings? Correct. So what does that do when you eat sweets? It causes a dopamine response in the brain. So if you're feeling down, the first thing you do is eat sweets, right? You crave that uh -huh. and it makes it gives you that that pick me up, right? So usually when a person is craving these things over time, they have learned to use this cravings to satisfy an emotional need. Wow. And we learn these things through childhood, through television. But once you taste it, it's a whole other thing because now you have that dopamine response and you're like, oh, I love it. So now when you have a rough day or a tough day, first thing you do is go into the vending machine and getting some XYZ, whatever it may be. Mm. Crunchy cravings, that's the sign of a person that has dealt with a lot of stress. So chewing on something crunchy releases tension in the muscles. So oh, now you wow. have a relief, correct. So we help people to understand why they're eating it, not just saying, oh, you're, you should not be eating this. I know people look at us on Instagram and it's like, you know, this, this, and this is why you shouldn't eat this. But once you actually become a student, you're like, okay, I understand why I'm eating it. Mm. I said that I was in a psychiatric ward. Throughout my childhood, I experienced a lot of things. And throughout childhood, I used to eat bread every single day, ball it up and eat it. I used to get in trouble for Me doing too. that. Me too. That was a sign of depression. What? That was a sign of depression. And because I thought I we just are loved not, bread. <laughs> yeah, I would like you ball it up and it just makes it like a dough. It's like pizza bread, Connie. You're like, ah, I'm eating but pizza. But guess what? That feeling of crunching down on it, eating it, relieves the stress in the body. So it's a soothing mechanism. 
we have found unhealthy ways of soothing ourselves emotionally. Mm. And that's what's leading to this cycle of generational diseases, as we like to say. Got it. Why do I love pasta so much? Same thing. So if it's creamy pasta, it's issues around nurturing, right? So like Alfredo's, you know, maybe you wasn't breastfed as a child, or maybe you dealt with some abandoned wounds from mom or dad, um, or somebody that was um, a caregiver in your life. You know what's crazy? What's crazy? Like I, anything I eat, it gotta have sauce on it. Mm. I love sauce. Yo, what's up with all the laughs? <laughs> I feel judged. Yo, Joe is judging me like crazy right now. Um, so, and I do, I do have, um, I don't know if it's emotional or abandonment issues. It's not abandonment issues, but I am an emotional suppressor. Mm. I suppress my emotions mm. to the point where I don't think I have them. Mm. I, as I get older, I'm thinking maybe they're there somewhere. Mm -hmm. I just don't acknowledge them as much. Mm -hmm. There's but, a lot of students but you're, that you're, have you're thinking we could tie that to... Of course. I can, I can come to your house. I, I don't even have to talk to you. If I came to your house right now and I said, open your refrigerator, open your cabinets, and I look at the type of food that you have, I can analyze what you probably went through as a child. Wow. Correct. Right? And that's one way that... Uh, it, like we say in the conscious community, emotional intelligence. And that's not just about being conscious. I think every parent should know that because most of our children cannot articulate what they're feeling correctly. So back to the story of me eating bread every day, I was depressed because my mom and dad was going through a divorce that they didn't explain to me. I, I witnessed a lot of domestic violence right in my childhood and I couldn't articulate that that bothered me. And as I became an adult, I still dealt with those things. I suppressed those things, I had more experiences and compounded on each other. And then I ended up in the psychiatric ward in 2013. So if wow. my mom would have known that, hey, this craving is, could be tied to an emotional instability, we could have got help then. Or I, they could have talked to me. Or maybe I would have got counseling. That's what I do with my children. When I notice they have a week where they're eating a lot of potato chips or asking for potato chips, I'm like, okay, what are you stressed out about? And I try my best to bring it down to their level to get them to tell me what's going on, extract that information from them. My um, youngest daughter, well, not now I have another youngest daughter, but my second oldest, she had a... How old is she? A, uh, she's five. Okay. When she was four, she had a period where she would just want waffles all day, every day. And I'm like, what is going on? So I started doing some therapeutic work with her and I started talking to her and to find out, she said, you know what? I am the youngest at the time daughter and I feel like I'm not being heard. She always had to shout what she needed. She always felt like, hey, I gotta fight for my spot in the family. And I found that out just by noticing she loved to eat pancakes and waffles for like a week straight, she would just eat that. And mm. I started a conversation with her and it came to find out that was what she was dealing with. Yeah, I, I'll be all over the place. So my mom got diagnosed with autoimmune issue. Mm. I start panicking. The doctors told her she had two years to live. Mm. I start researching. I came across Dr. Sebi, right? Which most people- What years is? This is, man, we were in 2022. I had to be about 16 at the time, mm -hmm. maybe. I'm 30 now, so- Are oh, you been on this? Yeah, I've been on this. But at the time I wasn't transitioning, but I, this is when I first started learning like, all right, Dr. Sabi, dang, they saying he healed such and such. He brought him to the courtroom and beat him without a lawyer in the hardest court system in New York in the world. Maybe I should see at least what he's talking about. So, you know, I'm reaching out to his family and I'm young at the time, I ain't got no money. They, you know, consultations is costing. So I'm like, dang, yeah. what do I do? So I start getting researching as much as I can. I'm, I'm uh, getting every book I can, going to the library, reading books on biochemistry, everything I can. Yeah. Um, by the way, my mom's still alive. So the doctor's, Hi, you're wrong. You're wrong again. All right. <laughs> oh, um, wow. So now yeah. we're. 
Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Like 12 years later. So, yeah, that's how I got into it. And then a little bit of my, my backstory, you can still hear it now sometimes. Like, I struggled with anxiety, crippling anxiety, to the point where I didn't go to homecoming. I didn't go to prom. Anytime I was in a room with more than three, four people in it, I'm passing out. Be waking really? up, being pumped full of volume in the hospital because that's what they do to calm you down. I would like lock up. My jaw would lock. I couldn't talk. I'd be shaking nonstop. My ex-wife would rush me to the hospital. Mm-mm-mm. And what was happening was this is when my diet was horrible. I'm eating all these foods that are damaging my nervous system. So how can I go from that to what I'm doing now and teaching for a living? And I dropped out of high school. I failed English. I failed math. I was in ninth grade math to my senior year. Mm. How can I go from all that to now people come to me for knowledge and I can clearly talk for days, yeah. right? Yeah. I used to be scared as hell when the teacher would call Tevin, it's your turn. I'm like, damn, I don't know how to read this. <laughs> but now when I read something, I can damn near recite it back yeah. because my brain's working at a high level. Why is that? Because these foods are damaging the hippocampus in your brain, which is responsible for memory. Then your pineal gland is calcified. Mm. So this is a financial podcast also. If you want to get more successful, if if you're doing his podcast course or Mm. a stock or crypto course and your hippocampus is damaged, which is responsible for memory, and you wonder why you're struggling, and then you go say, man, his course was whack. (laughs) It's really, that's not the case. The problem is you couldn't retain information quick enough. Wow. Or you were struggling to do it. Or you were in school, tapping your leg, biting your nails like I used to chew my nails off. And we think that's just normal. You just chew your nails. You're chewing your nails because crunch correlates with nervousness. So when you chew your nails off and they're bleeding, you ain't got nothing less left, you go right out there to Popeye's because that fried chicken is crunchy as hell. Mm. Right? And then your man breaks up with you. Your girl cheats on you. Emotion is tied to love. That's why on Valentine's Day, we give out candy. So if I'm emotional, I'm lacking love, I feel like my mom ain't there for me, my dad's in prison, my dad's a addict, which mine is, my whole life, and beat my mom in front of me, but that's a whole other story. We all go through tra- childhood traumas, but we can get past that. You know, then I'm lacking love, so I'm going to eat the Snickers bar. I'm going to get all this candy. And I'm going to use that to deal with the issues I'm dealing with. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah, so the... 
The thing about the memory is the mm-hmm. hippo. What is it? The hippocampus. The hippocampus. I don't is know how to spell it. For, <laughs> I don't even know how to say it. Don't worry about it. Yeah. That's it's responsible for memory. For memory. How do you strengthen your hippocampus? So what you need to do is the reason your hippocampus is, is damaged, the reason your pineal gland is calcified, is the foods. If you're not getting oxygen to your brain, how's your brain going to function? If you're not getting oxygen to your cells, they're going to be dehydrated. They're not getting the oxygen. How do we breathe? Our cells need to breathe too. Yeah. When you're yawning 24-7, you might get 12 hours of sleep. And man, I got a good night's rest. And you still be yawning all day. Mm-hmm. When you yawn, that's your body telling you that your brain's lacking oxygen. Right? Just like a car. Hold on. Yeah, hold on. <laughs> if you're, when you're yawning, mm-hmm. it's telling you that your brain is lacking oxygen. It doesn't mean that you're just sleepy. It does. Because like I said. No, but here's get, the crazy you thing. When you rest. said yawn, mm-hmm. I tried to hold back. I felt like yawn. Yawn. <laughs> Did anybody feel a yawn coming? <laughs> so, I, it's not, I just thought it, thought about the yawn and yeah. I started to. I mean, it's a lot. It's a lot of variables, mm-hmm. but I'm giving people the key things to change their life yeah, as much sure. as possible. And the food is the biggest issue, especially in the black and brown community. We have the highest rates of blood pressure, cancer, heart disease, everything. So when I, are we going to make a change? And I'm about to ask you a very, um, I guess, non woke question because yeah, I want to have better. Yeah, I want to have what, better memory, but I don't want to like cut out the food. Mm-hmm. But is there something <laughs> I can do to? Yep. Outside of like everything, you know what I mean? Like, is there something I could eat or do to Yeah, so you want to, the best thing is going to be fruits. Mm -hmm. All right, fruits are the most hydrating electrical thing for your electrical body. Your body's made of protons, electrons, neutrons, ions. When ions rotate together, it creates a spark, gives you energy. Hmm. So. And fruits get the ions rolling. Exactly. Fruits are going to get the hydration. It's going to hydrate the cells, which is going to increase blood flow and circulation. When you're eating the meats, all the unhealthy Mm -hmm. foods, foods that are hard to digest, now your body has to use all its energy constantly to break down these foods that are setting in your colon. So I'll post testimonials of clients that lose 30 pounds in a month. And people will comment like, that's unhealthy. You're not supposed to lose weight that quick. But you don't understand that the colon can be backed up for 10 to 20 years. So as soon as they do my 30-day detox, which is in my bundle, mm-hmm. they cleanse the colon. So that first 20 pounds is nothing. Oh, wow. We got to get the toxins out. That's why I said it's just like credit, right? If you want to fix your credit, you've been missing... You've been missing mad payments for 10 years. Mm-hmm. You finally get approved for a credit card. It got a $200 limit. You make the payment on time two months straight. The minimum, 30 bucks. I'm like, yo, my experience, why is my credit not going up? Because you got to remove the negative first, right? Yeah, 100%. 100%. You, it's the same thing with your body. It's the same thing. Dang. Right, same what? thing with a car. Same thing with a car. What happens when it's messing up? Check engine light. With your body, what happens? You get mucus in your throat. What are your thoughts on um, like multivitamins? Supplements. Mm-hmm. Um, th- that's exactly what they are. They are a supplement to the foundation. And I think people take the vitamins as the foundation. Like they'll get, you know, some BCAAs, they'll get some vitamin D, some B12. Like they get all these list of vitamins that they take on a daily basis. But vitamins in that sense, one are to be supplemented. They're just a supplement to the foundation of the healthy lifestyle you're supposed to be Mm -hmm. living. So they're only to add to. Mm -hmm. The other thing is we have a misunderstanding of vitamins, minerals, and trace elements in traditional medicine. And so we spread that ignorance to the lay people. Mm -hmm. And that that ignorance is, is that 
we think that vitamins and minerals work like drugs. Mm-hmm. Well, you got high blood pressure, you take this for the high blood pressure. Right. You got diabetes, you take this for the diabetes. You gotta have a separate one for this. But in nature, vitamins and minerals work cohesively together, meaning like you get your vitamin D from the sun. When it hits your skin, there's enzymes inside of your skin that are able to convert the sunlight into vitamin D. Mm -hmm. But if you're deficient in magnesium, which 70% of the population is, then you won't be able to make that conversion. You know, it's so crazy. I'm listening to you talk about... um these vitamins and we talked a little bit off camera and I told you that I actually dealt with coronavirus earlier this year and um, originally I didn't know what it was so I was just like downing Tylenol and then even when we found out what it was at that time our leadership was saying just take Tylenol lay down which is, right? the, which is the worst advice it was I, the worst he also said something about bleach he also said ble- I didn't try that I wasn't, same guy. I wasn't that bold <laughs> I wasn't that bold shout out to the bleach um, but when I was doing the Tylenol, not only wasn't I getting better, I was actually getting worse, yep. right? And so uh, I start. I I am the research queen. Um, actually, I have a similar experience as you. My my major in college was chemical engineering, okay. and I worked in a plant manufacturing one of the most dangerous chemicals in the world, which is high fructose corn syrup. Indeed. <laughs> yeah, didn't stay there long. Um, but because of some of the side effects of it, I started to really dig deep into uh, natural remedies and natural supplements and, and all that stuff. So I said to my mom when I wasn't feeling well, I'm like, go and get me you know, vitamin D and elderberry and uh, magnesium, yeah. zinc. Taking those things is actually when I began to see an improvement. And it's interesting as it relates, as you're talking about, it works in addition to just the natural organic things that you do. During that time, I couldn't eat my regular diet. I didn't Mm. have an appetite, right? So I didn't want steak and I didn't want salmon or seafood or anything. I was literally drinking a ginger and turmeric soup every day and then taking those supplements and that is when I started to get better it's so amazing how just the natural resources that God has provided us is what it's always enough will heal us let's go devil's advocate on the other side what are some some uh harmful effects of maybe raising your children to be vegan 1000% want you to know that you can be unhealthy on any diet Mm -hmm. You have to understand how to read the face, eyes, and tongue. Don't just go into this and be like, oh, I'm vegan. We did that when I first went vegan. We were carboholics. We took the meat off, but we kept everything else. We kept the white rice. We kept the bleached white flour. We kept going Mm. to places that weren't vegan, just not getting the meat. I done met some fat vegans, (laughs) and I don't believe you. It's like, nah, bruh, there ain't no way, because you still... You've been on this journey for three years now and ain't no change. I hadn't seen that. So I I went through that and I started to become anemic because I was not getting the nutrients properly. So I, number one, say you have to realize veganism today has been commercialized, Mm -hmm. right? So you want to make sure that you're balancing your plate. A new year, time for new growth. Grow your education and skills with Herzing University. Our online behavioral health programs fit your schedule and time. From an eight-month diploma program in health and human services to a 36-month bachelor's in psychology. Grow your behavioral health career with us wherever you are in your education. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Visit us online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. Online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109.
This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Protein, carbs, and fat is the foundation. Nutrient-dense protein, carbs, and fat. If you don't know anything else, you need to make sure every single day you have a source of protein, source of, a source of uh, carbohydrates, and a source of fat. What's an example of a fat that you eat? Um, avocado. That's the easiest one. Easiest uh, to find. Avocado, chia seeds, uh, flax seeds. Um, that's yeah. fat? Yeah, those are fat. Correct. Mm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So those are very, very common ones that you can find easily. Uh, but then once we get to that point, you may say, hey, like you said, I'm on this diet. I'm still not. I don't even like to say diet because it has diet in it. But I'm on this nutritional plan and I'm still not reaping the benefits. Next thing I want to do is read your face, eyes and tongue, because through face mapping, we can tell what's going on inside the body. Right. David Shans, when you were in your mother's womb, you were one undifferentiated cell. Mm-hmm. That's still your ancestry. So everything in your body is connected. As you grew in your mother's womb, you grew a head, you grew a leg, you grew arms. So everything is still uh, connected. So when we look at the face, the top of the forehead here is connected to the colon. So if somebody's dealing with a lot of wrinkles or whiteheads or blackheads here, I could say, hey, there's some issues with the colon. You need to increase your insoluble fiber. Let me see, Joe. <laughs> well, that's from expression, right? I'm saying like if you had deep wrinkles just there, Okay. Or a lot of people I see. I do know somebody who has real, like, they don't got to be doing nothing. And they just got deep wrinkles. Like, it's just fatty. <laughs> I just know, like, really. Love no, ser- no, seriously. It's like, and I, I just, I mean, everybody's different, right? Correct, that's correct, just, correct. I just thought that's who they are. But you're saying. It could be tied to some things, correct? Like what? Um, so I would need to see it, but most of the time wrinkles is caused by dehydration or overexposure to certain things. Mm. So that would be in a, that may mean that their body is dehydrated and their colon is dehydrated. So, you know, I haven't seen the person. I'm just giving off of what you're telling me. But what I am seeing, a lot of women are dealing with fibroids and cysts and they're not realizing that those things are starting in childhood. So around the mouth is related to the sex organs. Right. So a lot of women that's growing mustaches or growing a beard of, because of hormonal imbalance. If you started noticing that in childhood, you can start doing a remedy plan because later in life, that could be um, a sign that you may deal with fibroids and you may deal with cysts. The, the oh, cheeks wow. are related to the, the lungs. So if you're dealing with um, any hyperpigmentation, or any uh, difference in skin texture, dryness, that can mean that there's issues with the uh, lungs. My son, for example, um, before we were vegan, he always had dry spots around his cheeks. He ended up being um, on a nebulizer because issues with uh, his lungs, bronchitis and things like that, which we have fully remedied thanks to a vegan lifestyle. But I didn't know that back then. And as I look back, I'm like, wow, the body is always talking to you, but we don't understand how to read it anymore. Yeah. A lot of us, I get a tons of messages about the thyroid. A great herb for the thyroid is called bladder rack. Mm-hmm. Um, but also the thyroid's getting damaged because a lot of people, when they, when they switch to a vegan diet, mm-hmm. they go right to the soy. The soy is damaging the thyroid. The soy is throwing off your hormones for the men and the women. The soy is high in aluminum. On top of the fact they store it in aluminum tanks, so it's even more aluminum. Mm-hmm. It's high in lectins, which I talked about earlier, which are hard yep. to digest. So if we switch from eating meat to strictly soy, and then people be like, I went vegan. I didn't see any improvements. Mm. 
because you went to the wrong vegan options. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's talk about these fat vegans for a minute. Yeah, okay? that's, that's a real thing. I'm seeing a lot of that. <laughs> it's, it's a real thing. I'm like, yeah, I've been vegan for a year. What? No, yeah. nah, fam. Where? So, <laughs> right, exactly. How is this happening? This is happening because just because you're vegan, as I just broke down, there's still tons of unhealthy foods. I'm not going to name any companies, any restaurants, but I see people sharing them on Instagram. It's vegan. It's vegan. Yeah. Here's look at the burger. And it's still high in calories, can be high in fats and still cooked in unhealthy oils, mm -hmm. too much salt, too much sugar. And they got hundreds of different names for sugar. So you may be consuming sugar. You can get like a pack of Skittles or chips. It's going to say maltodextrin, which is worse for you than white sugar. That's sugar. It's going to say caramel coloring, sugar. It's going to say sugar. It's going to say powdered sugar. And before you know it, the, a lot of your ingredient list, the box be this big and the ingredients on it be this big. Mm -hmm. You got, how you got 70 ingredients in this little box? Yeah. And 50 of them, you don't know how to pronounce. <laughs> and the 15 you know how to pronounce, you don't know what the hell they are. Right. And the other five, you like, sugar. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm going to just roll with it. Right. Yo, it's crazy. <laughs> and you only like the candy and the Skittles because it says real fruit flavor. You only like it because it tastes like fruit. But you say fruit's nasty. Mm. Like, think about the logic. The mind, We got to change our mindset. It's really sad, so. Yeah. Always enough. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. Very much so. Let me ask you. Would you date somebody that's not vegan? It's tough. That's, mm. a, that's a tough question. But And I say that because from a non-judgmental standpoint, I believe that meeting somebody that you're, like, you connect with and you guys are in alignment with each other and you vibrate, well, um, I think it can overcome that, but in the long run, like if- Every time you see order a steak, you look at like- It's not even me uh, seeing the steak. When I see the steak, I don't see, when I see them eating, like I don't see self-love. And I know that Ooh, I could really? be- no, I don't, So basically when you see a person eating a steak, you're like, God, you can't possibly love yourself. Not if you're with me and I'm educating you. So after the education, yeah. basically you're saying first date, you eat the steak, great, but we're spending three months together now. You've seen and heard and learned from me. And if you can still yeah. eat that steak, you can't possibly love yeah, yourself. It's, it's, first of all, it's my responsibility as a man. When you come in my space, I have to uplift you. I have to, I have to provide light where there's darkness. What if they just don't agree? then they don't agree, then we don't agree with our lifestyle. Oh, so basically... Because so the answer is no, I couldn't really so date anybody. you will not commit long-term to a, a non-vegan? Yes, that's the answer. See, what you okay. asked was like a cutthroat question. Yeah, yeah for Ooh. sure. But if I met somebody who was amazing, and I think amazing people, once they come into new information, they always have an open mind to say, like, I have mm. new information now. I, I have to make an adjustment to the new information. You understand? And what if she tries to inform you that uh, you need steak for protein? Well, I, I can say this. That you're not growing. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I can say this. My perspective is based on the fact that um, I have education on both sides. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm an exercise physiologist. I'm a chemist. I'm, I have a doctorate in pharmacy. I'm a nutritionist. I'm an herbalist. Mm -hmm. That's what my education also. I spent about four years traveling the world studying with people who heal people naturally. Yeah. Mm. So that's what my education sure. and my experience is based on. I think everybody's entitled to their perspective. Mm. I don't believe that even mine is right or wrong. 
But what I do know is is that using my perspective has helped a lot of people achieve a lot um, a lot of health. Let me ask you yeah. this: Do you ever slip? No. So Not, you will well, never like the, Thanksgiving. Like never, there, never any animal products. Never animal products, but no. you may do the bad vegan stuff. Yeah, what's your what's your slip? What's your slip? Hybrid fruit, hybrid fruits and vegetables. So like. 90% of what I eat is what is called alkaline. And every, my slips are like, I'll eat something that's not alkaline. Um, so. What is it, alkaline or alkaline? Alkaline, alkaline. Same thing? Tomato, yeah. tomato. I didn't know if yeah. it was like a Porsche, Porsche. I, well, I'm going to be educated. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to start telling everybody, I don't, that ain't alkaline. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. You just put me on. You educated me. Good luck. A little alky. Yeah, so those are my slips. It's never like animal products. It's, I stay away from like a lot of junk food. Give me an example of a slip. give us an example, yeah. yeah. A slip is like, like eggplant. Eggplant is not alkaline. Pineapple is not alkaline. Wait, pineapple is it? No. I've been totally banned. Dang, so you're cheating when you eat a pineapple. Like, ah, let me just I go put pineapples in my smoothie every deep. day. Yeah, so like, I'm, I mean, and this isn't to like discourage people. Like, this is my choice because what happens is as you, as you go down this rabbit hole of eating healthy, what you would start to see is, is that as you get healthier, you become less tolerant of things that aren't healthy. Okay, mm-hmm. so let's say for instance, like they make papaya, but a large majority of a papaya is GMO, like it's mm-hmm. genetically modified. It comes mm-hmm. from uh, Hawaii, and most people don't know that. Well, if I decided that day to have a GMO papaya, I'm going to feel that. Mm. You see that? Like I'm gonna notice the difference. Right, it's gonna be a shock. Versus like somebody, <clears throat> Dave, who eats that papaya, he may be like, "This is great." I so feel like, amazing. So, <laughs> so, so I healthy out here. So you put it on Instagram, healthy lifestyle. <laughs> so because now, like, because what I, I believe is when you eat really healthy, it 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 heightens your senses. Yeah. And when you don't eat healthy, it dulls your senses. That's why you have to have so much of it. Yeah. Because you're trying to overcompensate. Kind of the same effect for meat eaters, right? Like I can tell I don't eat pork, and if pork is in my food in any capacity, I can tell. Like yeah. I'm immediately nauseous, not feeling good. I have to get it out of there. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah. So is it the same? That's the same. And I always tell people like, you know, first of all, I'm not a, like I will sit at the table with people eating meat and it's not me eating meat. I'm not going to gag. You know what I'm saying? But I always tell people when they're like, are you offended by this? I'm like, no. I was like, the only reason you love the meat is because of the plants that were put on it. The seasoning is all plants. Yeah. It's the kind of So you, if you, t- you minus the seasonings, which is plants. You couldn't eat that meat. That's, that, that's very true, right? You you couldn't just take a piece of chicken, boil it. It and would be eat disgusting. In plain it's water, it's called kosher chicken. It's disgusting. <laughs> but but I will say this: I agree there. We don't. You don't love the steak. 
you love the char on the steak. You love the seasoning. Mm-hmm. You like the condiments that go with it, right? Like right. sauce dippers. What you re- you can dip that sauce on almost anything, oh, right? Anybody. However, I have tried turning tofu into fried chicken. It's not the same. It's not the same. Also, cauliflower <laughs> wings. Yeah. Oh, different. cauliflower wings be hitting. It is, but it ain't but a it wing. But it don't taste no. like a wing. Yeah. Yeah. It, it doesn't taste like a wing. Yeah. And so I think um, one of the disconnects, especially in the black community, we're always, one of the things that get me about veganism or, or popular veganism is that you go into restaurants and I think one of the problems and why it's so difficult for people to convert is because you go and you look at fried chick in, take the E out, right? Apostrophe in, and you look at um, pizza, and then you get this, and it's clearly a different taste, right? Yeah. And so I've always wondered, like, why can't we just name it what it is? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think for the most part, and I don't like I don't like when something is like called fried chicken or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, stu- it's, it's stupid and. to me. Right. <laughs> but I think for the most part, we're as humans, we're very nostalgic. Mm-hmm. And so because we're so nostalgic, we're always looking for that. We always want that old thing back. Yeah. And so even when we move on to like, let's say for instance, a new relationship and we like hate the other person that we just left, we still love them. Right. Mm-hmm. So like we may go out mm-hmm. and and that's debatable. N- that next person may be a shade of the old person. Yeah. Because your taste is still the same. Right. Mm. And I, that's the same thing that happens with food. You're still in love with the texture uh, that comes with meat. It's not the meat itself, because like I see that at the end of the day, like it's all about texture. It's like rice has a check texture. Um, you know, kale has a texture, you know, whatever, meat has a texture. What you're trying to get is those reminiscent textures back. Yeah. And so the idea of like naming it, you know, things that resemble like animal products, I think is just, first of all, it's like an identifier, so it's easy to sell. Yeah. And then second of all, I think it's just for nostalgic purposes. That's how it started. Veganism, is that a religion? It seems like it sometimes. It, I think it, somebody, uh, maybe I was reading on the internet or something like that. It it's like not it a religion. It's not, a, not to my knowledge. It is not a recognized religion. But it seems like it because once you become a vegan, then you got, okay, you got the alkaline vegans who's telling you you bad for eating broccoli and cauliflower. Then you got the regular vegans who's telling you, hey, you, you bad for being alkaline. Who you think you are following this? That doesn't really work. This is for the animals. Then you got uh, raw vegans who's saying all of y'all is messed up. You need to be eating raw vegans. And then then you have liquid raw vegans, and then you have breathitarians. So, <laughs> what? Hold on. First, okay. Before we get into the elephant in the room, which that whole breathitarian, like, yes. you need breath. I don't, I don't know if it's like you're just <laughs> liquid vegan. What's that? So, liquid vegan means that you are raw, but all of your meals are liquid. Right, so you are either pureed or you blend all of your meals. You only drink. Oh, uh, you pureed. Okay. Correct. There are vegans mm-hmm. that are raw, but they only eat it in juice form. Correct. Every day of their life. Every day of your life. And I have not evolved to that level yet. I don't know if I'm ever going to be at that level, but there are people that are liquid raw vegans. And the notion behind that is because you you want to conserve as much energy as possible. So when you eat whole foods, your body's going to break it down to a liquid to send the energy to the cells anyway. So why don't I just consume it as a liquid so I can help my body conserve energy? That actually makes sense. Instead of eating 
10 carrots, you just juice, juice it. it. Juice it or blend it, correct. Okay, breathitarian. Living that? off of the breath of air. That is because we know that there are elements that are in the air that are needed for the body to survive. So you breathe in air. You can't do this anywhere. You can't. I wouldn't do that in Atlanta. I wouldn't do that in New York. You need to do that in Caribbean spaces um, where there's good quality air, where you can go around a lot of greenery. You can go in the mountains. You can go in the forest and then practice your breath work, and that will be your meal for the day. So when we went to PR, we no, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not. No, 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 no. There's no way. Okay, there's, you cannot. You can't just breathe and that be your meal. Yeah, that's what they that's what they work on because there's nutrient dense air, right? So some. I'm sorry, I gotta Google it. No, keep going, keep going. <laughs> there's nutrient dense air, and that's why I say where there's a lot of pollution, you can't live that lifestyle, right? Because you have a lot of chemicals in the air as well. You have microplastics in the air depending on where you live. Uh, but if you are in you know Caribbean spaces, if you are in you know South America, um, I went to PR and I actually met a breathitarian. Um, I, I met a breathitarian in Miami as well who lived in DR um, six months out of the year. And he practiced being a breathitarian throughout those six months. And he lived purely on, on breath. And he didn't look malnutrition or anything. And I said, praises to you, brother. But I can't do that. Breathitarian, a person who believes that it is possible through meditation to reach a level of consciousness where one can obtain all sustenance from the air or sunlight. Correct. You met some, they lying. I, I, <laughs> I've met two breathitarians through my life. Uh, so, yeah, they definitely depend on sunlight for their vitamin D, for cholesterol, to release cholesterol, which is the health, the, the fat that the body makes, the liver makes. Uh, so you get your fat source from that. Um, but I personally, it, it doesn't, I can't do that. I, I, I'm not well versed in that one. So, uh, but there are people that are there, right? I don't know if you've ever seen the diagram of a person through evolution where they have the person with the plate versus the person who's only eating the sun and you're supposed to be totally ascended just by, you know, living off sunlight and, as I said, the air around you. But um, I don't think I'm going to evolve to that in this lifetime. Actually, now that I think about it, uh, if we truly believe the mantra that it's like mind over matter, and that's like the ultimate manifestation Mm-hmm. level and that's exactly the how they think i'm manifesting nutrients they talk different they talk as a meditation they're talking like um their words carry a vibration because they know everything is frequency so it, it's a whole art it, it really is art i've met two and they are as i said i said whoo good good goodness to you but wow. yeah and which one what are you what are you consider are you plant-based uh so when we came up with surviving vegan veganism wasn't what it is today it wasn't commercialized you vegan. eat beyond meat do I do what? You eat Beyond Meat? Oh, no. I don't eat Beyond Meat. Now, I have eaten it before. Uh, so sometimes, as I say, I don't like to be the food police. Right. right? Uh, so there has been instances where I've gone to parties and people have tried to be considerate. And they may have had a Beyond Sausage or something. <laughs> yes, I have indulged in it. But then I know the next day I need to go through on a high fiber detox. Right. So it just needs to be balanced. Was it good? was good it's a delicious oh, it was delicious okay. i'm not gonna lie so that's like your cheat that's like your cheat yeah, that's, like, that's a cheat for me correct that's like a cheat for me I'm, I'm not the one to make you feel bad about your choices i don't do that because my inspiration is to be an inspiration to you so that you can make healthy alternative choices for yourself and your family i like your approach i really do like your approach Thanks. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.